toasties. I'm Missy. Here with my best Johnsy. Hey yo. And welcome to our toasted shenanigans. We're doing this the right way now. We're in person. It's the correct way. It's the only way we should be doing this. It, it really is. We do. Uh, fucking virtual makes things way too convenient. It does, unfortunately. And we gotta stop. It has to stop. New I do year- feel like our episodes are better when we're in person. Yeah, because I can see your actual like <laughs> reactions and shit. Like, I don't know if it's like this for you, um, your end, but when I'm on my end, you're bl- when I hit record, all of a sudden your screen kind of gets like blurred, so I can't see you very well. No, I think your internet just sucks because you're like you'll be some blurry sometimes, but everything's like pretty much good. No, oh, that's funny. Yeah. All of a sudden, just you get like kind of blurry looking. Not fully blurry, but just like enough to be annoying. And also, sometimes I'm like, is that my eyesight? <laughs> <laughs> As we were just discussing how blind I am. Yes. <laughs> Over here at a negative eight. No, it's a negative nine now. <laughs> oh, sorry. 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 It's gotten worse. I we got worse. <laughs> I'm not a candidate for LASIK, which is fine. I don't ever want lasers near my eyeballs. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I would wear glasses. I don't want contacts. I don't want lasers. Just leave me the fuck alone. I keep my, my glasses. I keep my contacts in almost 24-7. That can't be good. Uh, That's my, probably why you're at a negative nine. No, it's genetics. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's just my genetics. But, yeah. How are you doing over there? I'm doing doing trying to stay awake okay tell me what you're drinking because i've been looking at the can this whole time like what what it's is it's not it? a cute can i mean it's got a cute i know little, that's like, why i was like beaver on it holding an apple let me see your beaver <laughs> hey <laughs> this is a different kind of podcast guys um it's woodchuck card cider i feel like i've had it before i'm pretty sure i've had it before i don't know but it's blueberry and i was like oh i gotta try blueberry does it taste like blueberries yeah you want to try it yes <gasps> It's actually pretty decent. I'm not one for ciders it a whole lot. It smells horrid. Did you smell well, this? No, I can't really still smell a whole lot right now. Yeah, you do. You did sound fairly congested. Should I be drinking off of this? <laughs> I don't know. Take your chances. YOLO. I feel fine. I I don't... See? It's good. If it was colder... Well, I mean, you've had it on the been, counter. Yeah, you... Yeah. But if it's colder, it would be – it's got, like, a floral taste to it, almost. There's, like, something floral about it. I don't know. Whatever that beaver's doing, he's doing it right because it's delicious. <laughs> that beaver's doing it right. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd give it probably a seven. I would definitely drink this again. I would drink that on a, on a hot summer day if it was ice yeah. cold. That I would drink that. Yeah, that would be refreshing. That would be very refreshing. So, like I said, something about it's florally. I don't know what it is. I kind of I like that. That wasn't bad. It's delicious. What you got? Purple drink. Purple drink. Yep. Which is the carbon carbonated mead flavor. It says carbonated mead with natural flavors. It tastes like the Welch's grape juice from Funktastic Mead. Oh shit! I got that membership. I get a free hoodie. That's the gift. Remember how you were asking about the gift? Yeah. I get a free hoodie. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I got to give them my size. If you guys don't have the meat, if you guys don't have that uh, Funktastic Mead membership yet, go get yourself a free hoodie. Yeah. I mean, you get that. You get discounts. You get 
whatever Don't you else. get, like, extra meat and whatnot? Get- yeah, I get the four member bottles that nobody else can get. And what the fuck is that supposed to mean? It means he doesn't sell them to anybody. Only the members get that bo- those bottles. Oh, so it's like a certain mead that only the members get. It's not that they get more mead than others. Basically. And then you get invited to, like, special parties that only members get to go to and and have free drinking at that time. Like, I went to one of the, the mead member parties before I was a member. I was a guest. <laughs> 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 when I was the unofficial member. Um, but it was just, like, unlimited drinking. So you just... Filled your cup up, whatever you wanted. With mead? Mm-hmm. His mead? Yeah. Oh, shit. And then, like, everybody also brings, like, their own bottles of stuff, too, to try. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, an array of different stuff there as well. And then it was catered with some guy who made barbecue. I'm not a fan of barbecue, so, of course, I wasn't a big fan of what was being Boo. served. Um, But, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was all right. I, I tried that Carolina Reaper stuff you gave me. It was good. It had a really good flavor. However, that spice does sit in the back of your throat. That's what Lloyd said. I just couldn't do it. I could not do it. It's not extreme spicy, but it does just kind of hang out there and you're like, fuck, I have heartburn. That's what Lloyd said. Lloyd said that he he didn't say anything about the heartburn, but he did say about the the heat hangs out. Like it's a slow comes on a little bit and then all of a sudden it's just it just hangs out for a bit. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I could. I hate spice. I take that back. I don't hate spicy things. I'm just very picky. I like spicy, but that one hit differently. Like, it hung out there. Well, did you try the toasted shenanigans one? I did. It was very tasty. Yeah. Oh, very tasty. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. He needs to bring it back. So, guys, again, get your butts up there. Make a demand. You want the toasted shenanigans back? Tell him to bring it back. He brings back other flavors. He can bring that one. Let let's have this be a regular menu item. Come on, yeah. Because he has a couple that are regulars that are he brings back quite often. Let's have this one be that. And it's not just mead; it's a mead shake. Yeah, it was a mead shake. It was made with ice cream. Come on, like it wasn't legit ice cream. Yeah, he goes to Cold Stone and gets the ice cream. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that. He's right next to Cold Stone. No wonder it was so delicious. I know. So hmm. go demand it, guys. Stop being a slacker. Don't be a slacker. What are we talking about? Something that everybody's fucking tired about hearing, but we're going to do it. Yeah, they're tired about it or they enjoy talking about it. One of the, what they've, a lot of them enjoy talking about it because, you know, she's way up there with all her fame now and glory. But we are talking about Miss Gypsy Rose. And I just like that dead silent that we just gave, like the Mm -mm. stare we both mm. so real funny total not side topic a little bit is the therapist has a therapy dog and her dog's name is gypsy rose and i just like i don't know if she realized if she did it for that reason or it was just like it was just fun and cute what therapist bubba's oh well it was bubba's it's not bubba's anymore okay yeah no we decided what 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 we decided that we weren't gonna do it and then all of a sudden i was like i'm gonna do it yeah so we actually when we were brainstorming the podcast from the get-go coming up with different topics that over a year ago now i think almost yeah right around now is when we started the brainstorming yeah um and we were talking about like topics that we really wanted to work on Mm-hmm. Our first topic that you brought up that you instantly were like, we need to talk about her because of the fact that like her parole or something about her coming out was coming up. Correct. And 
then we went back and forth on like, well, everybody's going to talk about her. And then Mm -hmm. you're like, maybe we should talk about her because it was guaranteed her parole thing was coming. And then I was like, nah, everybody's going to talk about it. And then I was like, no, she's getting out. And that's when we were like, we got to fucking talk about this shit. Yeah, because it irks the fucking living shit out of me. And I'm hearing all these boohoo stories about her. And I'm sorry, guys, this is not what you're going to get in this one. So if you are a gypsy supporter, you might want to tune off now um, because this this episode is not going to be showing a whole lot of support. There's not a no, there's not going to be a lot of support here today. No. Um. So, yeah, if you are a a gypsy supporter of and sob story lover, plug your ears. I can give you this. I, I did wait to gather my words together until she shared her side of the story, her what Gypsy Rose confessions or whatever the fuck it was on that Lifetime. Was, I was, was going to say that was her yeah. latest one that came out, right? And I was hoping to hear something. Something that would change your mind yes <laughs> and for a second i thought so and then i continued to watch it and i was like nope nope still a piece of shit still don't like her Mm-hmm. so this is what you're gonna get lay it shall on we, us shall we go into it lay it on us all right so she was born in 1991 and she was literally just a few months old when dd claimed that her daughter had sleep apnea 1990. What was her birth birth date? Do we have that? No, I didn't look it up. I didn't care that much. I I want to know just for my own shits and giggles. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Now, she didn't really have sleep apnea. She was treated for it, but Gypsy only really suffered from a lazy eye, and she did have the corrective surgery at a young age. Did you find it? She's a Leo, guys. July twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one. She's but anyway, showy. Um, she was treated for the sleep apnea, and she really only suffered from a lazy eye. And she did have corrective surgery at a young age. She got corrective surgery, and she still has the lazy eye. It, oh, it was a lot worse. Oh god, yeah, it was a lot worse. Not to like, I I shouldn't laugh at that. That's really bad. There's a lot of great people with lazy eyes. Oh, I know, but that's that's why I'm. I was kind of, I guess, more of like with the history of her is like. Was it really corrected or, you know, did her mom? No, it was, it was corrected. Okay. It's just, was that bad? Oh, okay. Um, but for me, I guess this is when you kind of see Dee Dee kind of spiral out of control with Gypsy's supposed health issues because now, you know, she actually has a little sick baby that's going to you have corrective surgery, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, which, if you don't already know about this story, you're not going to get a whole lot of detail out of me. Um, this is just kind of just like the basis of the story. If you really want to know more, you're going to have to research it. I'm just giving you a little bit of background so you can understand my point of view. Mm-hmm. And this is really what this is. This is my point of view, my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. So if you don't, that's cool. Um, but it is what it is. Take it or leave it. Exactly. But yeah, this is basically when we see Dee Dee spiral out of control. And when Gypsy was eight years old, Dee Dee described her as suffering from leukemia and muscular dis- dystrophy and said that she had required a wheelchair and a feeding tube. Now, many members of her family knew that this was not entirely true because, you know, they had seen Gypsy do things that kids with muscular dystrophy or whatever you call it don't really do i know um, somebody who has that who actually legitimately has that it is it's pretty damning yeah 
Yeah, it's more restrictive than you think. Oh, I know. I know. I like I said, I have. I know somebody who has that, and I've watched the progression it's taken on their body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's well. Unfortunately, that's not just all that Dee Dee claimed that Gypsy had. She also claimed that she had epilepsy, vision impairment, hearing impairment, um, a GI reflux. She was a quadriplegic, uh, muscular dystrophy, which we already spoke about, anemia, um, hypoventilation, asthma. Um, she also said that she was intellectually disability. Um, so she basically claimed her whole life that she was had the mind of a seven-year-old. And uh, inconstance, lung disease, heart murmur, and she even complained about Gypsy drooling too much. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And this particular complaint resulted in doctors removing her, what do you call it? You can pronounce it. Salvulary glands? Yes. Um, Oh, gosh. Yeah. I wonder what that would do to somebody, That taking those away. Supposedly, Gypsy claims that's why she has such a squeaky, annoying voice. No, that's just her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just her. But it it could play effect into it. I would say more of like she probably suffers bad now from dry mouth. I could see that being an issue. Yeah, definitely. Um, But, of course, she really didn't have an issue with drooling all along. And Gypsy actually admitted that her mother had put ore gel in her mouth to make her drool to make the story believable when they went to go see the doctors. Well, yeah, now your mouth is numb. Mm -hmm. So, due to Dee Dee's actions, Gypsy was prescribed a litany of medications. Oh, yes. I don't know if any of y'all have watched the documentaries, but when you see that woman's linen closet of medications filled top to bottom, it is jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, taking all these medications, of course, rotted Gypsy's teeth. And now it could have also been doing to removing her glands. Um, but she also was eating a lot of candy behind her mother's back, too, as well. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. How'd she manage that? She's a quadriplegic. you know we'll get to that (laughs) so she did have the rest of her teeth pulled out the truth was that gypsy could walk and she didn't need the feeding tube matter of fact in the latest documentary that came out on lifetime she did state or sorry her grandparents state that they had to watch her um for a few weeks while Dee was in the hospital from a really bad car accident and they were feeding her french fries and everything else just like normal and not feeding her through the tube. And she was just A-OK. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And not only did she not need the feeding tube, but of course she did not have cancer. Her head was only bald because her mother shaved her hair off. Oh, yeah. Because you had to it's easy. You had to play the part. Yeah. So experts believe she was never diagnosed that Dee Dee had suffered from a mental illness known as Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is now called something else. I didn't put that in here because... Did they really rename it? Yeah, they did rename it. I've always known it as that. Yeah, I'm getting sick of them renaming all this Well, they're going to just keep changing it because then, you know, fun stuff. Yep, so we don't hurt each other's feelings. (sighs) But basically, this made her fabricate her daughter's illnesses in order to receive attention and sympathy for taking care of a sick child. So, ultimately, all this was about her. It was not about Gypsy. Yes. And this uh, disease also, it's not just, um, it's commonly known with parents and children, but it could be, like, uh, also an elder child and their parent. It Mm -hmm. could be. They just, 
pick a target and that person is now forever ill and their responsibility is to take care of them and they Mm -hmm. get the attention from it. Correct. Now, Dee Dee was a pretty shitty human being as is. Oh, fuck yes. She was like, some of the stuff she did, like I said, I'm not going to put all this in here, but if you care to know, just go watch any of the documentaries. They'll explain a lot of it um, or just Google it. But she was... How, how do I want to put it? She was a master manipulator. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just with Gypsy. She did it way before Gypsy was even born. Yeah. And she was stealing stuff. She was, you know, trying to poison her stepmom. Like, she was feeding her stepmom Roundup. Probably to pose that she's sick so that she can get the attention that she has a sick No, she just stepmom. didn't fucking like her. It was nothing about taking care about her. She just didn't fucking like her. That's how awful of a person she was. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But... To everybody else, Dee Dee appeared to be a charming, devoted mother. So people believed her when she, they said these things about Gypsy, that she was just the sickly dying child. Now, medical tests often showed inconclusive or contradictory results regarding G- Gypsy's diagnosis. The key thing was that Dee Dee would stop seeing any doctors who questioned her daughter's ailments, and many caregivers went along with what Dee Dee wanted. Now, she did have some nurses training so she could accurately describe symptoms and it seemed to make a little bit more sense to doctors Mm -hmm. because your average mother really doesn't know a lot of that they'll just tell you what their kid is doing or whatever Mm -hmm. is bothering them um so she had a little bit more knowledge than the rest um she sometimes gave gypsies medications to mimic certain conditions Mm. so not only did she know the symptoms she also knew what to give gypsy to make it seem more believable because i know a lot of people question well how did the doctors not know if all these tests are coming back negative well if the child is still having symptoms and they're still regularly going to the doctor for it they're still trying going to search to try to fix the symptoms Mm mm-hmm why they wouldn't fucking realize it's in the medication, because I'm assuming they did plenty of blood tests, is beyond me. So there's still a question there. From my understanding, from some of the things that I've seen and read about it, is it was the reason some doctors didn't catch on to it is because as soon as they started to, she left. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not that they didn't. It's probably they were starting to search on that, and she already realized they were going to pick up on it and dipped. Well, she still got a lot further along than what you would expect. Which she, is surprising. She she did. This is very true. But you would be amazed also at the amount of quacks out there who will just do something. Yeah. Whatever the parent comes in and says, yeah, this is what my kid's doing. I mean, they're still making money at the end of the day exactly. from it. Exactly. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is. Um, Like we said, she was, Dee Dee was just charming and seemed devoted to her daughter and when Gypsy was old enough to talk, Dee Dee instructed her to not volunteer information during their appointments. She was always the one kind of relating Gypsy's fake medical history. And most of the time, she would even hold Gypsy's hand during these appointments so that, and even in interviews too, you see it a lot in the interviews, so that when Gypsy would say something that felt a little uncomfortable to Dee Dee, she would start to squeeze her hand as a sign to shut Gypsy, up. shut the fuck up. We don't, you know, we don't talk about that. We don't discuss this. So it also made me believe, you know, Gypsy, of course, knew a little bit more than what she was leading on to as well. Mm-hmm. And Gypsy has fully admitted that this is what her mom used to do to her and try to shut her up. So if you're willing to admit 
that you were about to say something that made your mother nervous about a fake ailment, then obviously you probably knew something. Yep. Dee Dee was married to Gypsy's father at one point in time. Gypsy's father basically looked at this woman and was like, why the fuck am I here? Because the only reason why they got married is because Dee Dee did get pregnant and they were living in Louisiana and in the South. Mm-hmm. That is the proper thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did split when Gypsy was very young, but her father, Rod Blanchard, Dee Dee had told him that they that she had had a chromosome disorder. And that is why it had led to so many health issues. Hmm. Which is, that seems a little odd to me that that would be believable, but I'm not, I'm not going to hammer on him too much. He's been through enough, but I do have my own opinions about him. Yes. And he always complimented Dee Dee for her devoted care. And when some of Dee Dee's family noticed that Gypsy didn't seem to need the wheelchair and ask questions, all of a sudden, what happens? Dee Dee takes gypsy and they just move the fuck away yep so it wasn't just doctors or dad or is anybody who questioned her she was like get the nope we gotta go she was on top of it and she just fucking bailed now they did claim to be a victim of hurricane katrina and i in their latest documentary i did see some evidence of a destroyed apartment it wasn't clear or not to whether that was actually their apartment or it was just footage um, whether they actually were or not, I don't know. They were in Louisiana at that time, but I don't know if they were in the part where it got hit the most. Upon this claim, she was able to receive assistance to relocate from Louisiana to Missouri in 2005. And this is where Dee Dee continued to bring Gypsy to doctor's appointments because now she's got a whole mm. new resource to dig through. Mm-hmm. And all people who aren't going to question her. And you said Missouri? Mm-hmm. Now we've talked about Missouri a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the biggest thing is as to why they couldn't question her because she had an excuse now that Hurricane Katrina destroyed all the medical documents. Ah, that's a, that's a slick one there. Yes. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, now this continued over the corpse of Gypsy's life for years. Yeah. And it is awful. Um, it was, you know, even into her teens she still claimed that she was sick, and she actually began to lie to Gypsy about how old she was. Yeah. Um, in 2008, Gypsy and Dee Dee moved into a new home in Springfield, Missouri, built by Habitat for Humanity. Yep. And that part really disgusts me, because I, I know people that could really benefit from that, and the fact that it's so easy to manipulate somebody to get what you need. Even though it's not true, but these people that actually need it... Are struggling to get it. And you won't even bother to acknowledge them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so what I said on that, but Gypsy and Dee Dee also receive benefits that include charity-sponsored visits to concerts and Disney World and Universal, you know, all the fun shit. And Dee Dee continued to bask in all the attention she received for being a devoted caretaker. Caretaker, sorry. Um, She really did play the part of a devoted mother. I mean, the whole neighborhood surrounding them really worshipped Dee Dee for everything that she had been through with Gypsy. Mm -hmm. And all along, she's claiming that Gypsy won't live past 18 or whatever. So they feel bad for them. Yeah. And they're constantly being thrown money at them. They've got a house that was built for them. 
And that was like a custom house because of the wheelchair. Yeah, there that, was a wheelchair ramp. And I guess they d- wanted it painted pink, too. That was yeah. another big thing. Yeah. Fact, that was painted pink. Yeah. There was a lot of really, like, I know Habitat for Humanity builds homes for people who need it. And, um, they, but they don't, they do pretty basic houses. Mm-hmm. And, like, for their home specifically, it was a lot of detail that was put into it. Like, you said, the pink, the wheelchair ramp. Also, it was her wheelchair could be in the home mm-hmm. easily. and she Like, they a- made the doors wider yeah. and everything else. They really thought it through as to what they were going to do for them besides yes. just the four walls. Yes. But when Gypsy was 14, she did see a neurologist in Missouri. Now, I don't know if it was she was actually 14 or 14. Dee 14. Yeah, Dee's <laughs> age. <laughs> um, I'm assuming she was actually 14. Well, what year was it? Uh, this I did not document a okay. year. I was gonna say we could do it the was math. It was 2005 when they moved to Missouri, so they received housing. I think a few years after that. So, I'm so not she quite probably sure. was about 14 at that po- at that point. She probably was. That sounds about right. If it's in the 2005 time, if that's when she went, if she's born in 91, she probably was about 14. Yeah. So this could be true age. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she saw a neurologist in Missouri who came to believe that she was a victim of Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Now, this doctor never reported her case to authorities. Oh, lawsuit. <laughs> well, in his later interviews, he stated he that his belief was that there wasn't enough evidence to act. So I don't know what evidence they need as doctors, but I would think that they would have any kind of say to say, you know, I see some kind of abuse because they're kind of biased. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see the process being that difficult, but at the same time, it could be. Well, if he had the feeling that there was a possibility of this mm-hmm. happening as a doctor, and I'm sure uh, Dee Dee wouldn't have minded if he's like, you know, there's some really concerning things that I saw. I really want to investigate a few mm-hmm. more things. Um, something showed up that was just kind of really, I got to check on. She would have been like, oh, no, something else is wrong with my baby. It would have been easy. Yeah. And I think I, if I remember correctly, I sorry, I oh, researched gosh, keep that. I researched this too much to the point that I over-researched and now I'm starting to like try to remember certain things. I think blending. Yeah, because I really wanted to make sure that how I felt about this woman before I put it on a podcast was true right because i just don't want to slam somebody and i'm not trying to judge somebody and this is definitely not a slamming per se no it is an opinion piece yes as people are allowed to have yes um but i do believe that gypsy actually stood up out of her wheelchair in the appointment hmm and i think that was kind of like what led him to believe but that could have been also explaining why that wasn't just enough evidence and not only that he ran a lot of tests too as well that all came back negative so things just weren't adding up but i guess that's not enough to report it Mm. but i would think it would be it though at the same time like i said if he if it was as simple of a hearse that that honestly could be because if he's like you know look she's having her come in for xyz i tested i don't see xyz and she was actually standing in my office you would think that somebody would at least look into it. Yeah. Now, in 2009, there was an anonymous report made to authorities stating that Dee Dee's accounts of Gypsy's ailments had no medical bias. Now, this was not the same doctor, though. It did come from a doctor, but it was one of Gypsy's other doctors. Mm. 
And, and I it was anonymous. Yes. So we don't know I didn't, who. Well, we do now. Um, I didn't put his name in here. We'll keep him anonymous then. Yeah. Um, he was on the newest, yes, the newest documentary. Oh, that he was just released, The Confessions of Gypsy Rose. Okay. Um, and he... Well, like he, I said, we can't, it doesn't matter if we keep yeah. him anonymous. He's out there. Yeah. He he did speak quite a little bit on it. Um, but this did result in CPS visiting their home. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. But keep in mind, again, it's Dee Dee. And she is a master manipulator. Yeah. And, of course, she convinced them of no wrongdoing. And there is, a, I couldn't find actual facts on it. There is a lot that was said that she had given Gypsy a lot of benzos so that she was almost in, like, a mute state. So she really couldn't say anything except for, you know. Mother. Yeah. Because remember, Gypsy supposedly only has the mind of a seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. So if you give... 2019 or what sorry sorry 2009 she'd be she's about 17 yeah she would be comatose and not be able to not necessarily talk but she'd be pretty high mm-hmm. yeah she's about 17 18 at that point yeah as gypsy grew older Dee Dee began to lie about her age even more going so far as to alter the dates on gypsy's birth certificate to make her daughter seem younger and even on Gypsy's 18th birthday, her father wanted to make a big deal about it because she had made it to 18 when Dee Dee had said she wouldn't make it and to 18. And she's supposed to die. Yes. But Dee Dee convinced Daddy not to make a big deal out of it because due to Gypsy's supposed intellectual disabilities, Gypsy wouldn't quite understand her age and it might hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. Daddy didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, don't want to hurt her feelings and remind her that she's supposed to die. <laughs> Sorry. That was rough. <laughs> I mean, that's probably, you can't, that's probably what she said. Like, what, you're going to hurt her feelings and remind her she's supposed to be dead. Mm-hmm. So the fact was that Gypsy had spent her entire life being controlled and monitored by her mother. She wasn't allowed to go to school because of her intellectual disabilities. That and someone there will definitely know. Oh, absolutely. That would have been picked up for sure at school. A hundred percent, somebody would have picked it up there. I still don't understand how she got away with that one, but... Was she homeschooled? I guess she was claiming she was homeschooled. I never heard anything about it. All I know is she never attended school. Oh, so Not she's... at least till prison. Okay, that is... <laughs> Just go over there and chug that drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Now, Gypsy was of normal intelligence. She was not stupid in the slightest. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm brewing. Carry on. <laughs> Calm down over there. <laughs> but according to Dee Dee, like I've said before, she only had a mental age of seven. And at this point, Gypsy was becoming harder for Dee Dee to control. I mean, she's in her late teens. I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah, hormones. Yeah, but waiting all this whole time till 18? No, I'm sure she was having issues much longer. But the thing is, is that you get those hormones going. Weight is getting put on. She's probably getting bad at her math and the dosages of making sure to properly drug her kid. Probably, yeah. That and because she wasn't a seven-year-old. Or hell, even if she was a freaking seven-year-old and you're trying to shove pills down her throat... Kids aren't stupid. They know how to spit that shit out when you're not looking. She wasn't shoving it down the throat. She's shoving it down the feeding tube. Oh. 
Gypsy really didn't have a choice. Gotcha. Mm. That's right. I forgot about that part. Yep. So all along, Gypsy did know that she could walk. And she did know that she didn't need the feeding tube. She did still believe, according to her, that she had cancer, but she suspected that her mother was lying about everything. According to her, her suspicions became true when she happened to stumble upon her birth certificate. It's either a birth certificate or her medical card. It was one of the two. She realized that she was actually 19. And she approached her mother about it, and Dee Dee claimed it was a typo. And Dee Dee even provided her with a new with a birth certificate that I guess she had, I don't know, whited out, somehow edited to prove that she was telling so the mm-hmm. supposed truth. But still, Gypsy had her suspicions. She just felt like still something was wrong. Something didn't seem right. Mm-hmm. In 2011, Gypsy tried to get away from her mother by running away with a man that she had met at a science convention, a Comic-Con, if you will. Hmm. But Dee Dee did track her down because Gypsy accidentally dropped her phone and Dee Dee went through it and Dee Dee contacted mutual friends and tracked her down, found her, and she convinced the man that Gypsy was a minor, that she was not 19 years old, that she was only 15. Okay. And so she baited Gypsy back home by saying that she could continue seeing this man, but she wanted her home and safe. Now, this man was out on parole, and he was just living with a friend, and essentially had nothing. So, Gypsy's in a whole new world where she doesn't know what's going on. She's very uncomfortable. She realizes that this man is on parole. She didn't even know what parole was at that point, and she's kind of worried herself. So, I could see why she went back home with mom. Yeah, she's never been exposed to life. Yeah. So that's and a, that's like she that's her first interaction with people. Yeah, I didn't think a, of it like that. That looks like her first interaction. Like that is I can uh, that's terrifying. Okay, I get it. Her mom got lucky that that's what her first interaction was mm-hmm. with a with a boy was. A, I'm not I'm not trying to say felon like he was an actual felon. I don't know what he did. I don't know why he was on parole. Um, but like her first interaction of leaving home is to go live with a felon. Like mm-hmm. that's terrifying. Yes. Especially when she's made to be convinced that she's seven. Like, yes, yes, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> that worked um, in Dee Dee's favor. I think that Gypsy had even stated that she was wearing like a little princess costume and like one of her wigs because she didn't have real clothes. So that's really what she went over to this man's house in. And she met him at a science convention? Yeah, Dee Dee took her to a Comic Con. There's pictures of her there dressed up as some kind of sci-fi character but yeah okay now Dee Dee had lied to gypsy she was not gonna let her daughter continue talking to this man of course not because he'll find out so as soon as they got home Dee Dee exploded and she smashed her computer as soon as they returned home because this is how the two were kind of communicating mm. and she took her you know phone away she wasn't allowed to have any of that and according to gypsy She was physically restrained by her mother with a leash and handcuffs. A leash? and Oh, that's drastic. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Gypsy also included that sometimes as continued punishment, her mom would deny her any food and hit her. Gotcha. Now, it did take some time, but Gypsy eventually did regain Dee Dee's trust. And she managed to get herself back online. Hmm. This is where she joined a Christian dating um, website where she met Nicholas Gojon. 
Nick introduced Gypsy to BDSM, according to Gypsy, and screenshots of Gypsy's secret Facebook account show illustrations of a nearly naked Belle from Beauty and the Beast, clutching the Beast, as well as a status updates that included the statement, I live and breathe to serve my master. Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gypsy does exhibit signs of it. Yes. Um, now, Gypsy claims that she was uncomfortable with the BDSM, but that Nick coaxed her into submission. Mm, I could, I can see it actually being something that would be uncomfortable for her because of her upbringing. But because of her upbringing, I can see the coaxing. But can, then we have to take into consideration who's doing the coaxing. I can tell you I lived a very, very, very sheltered life growing up. And it made me even more so curious versus fearful. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. You I make really, anything taboo, that's what you want the most. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that she wasn't fearful of it, but right. I think she was very curious, too, as oh, well. Yeah, that I can agree. Even more so because I have gone through their text messages. Mm-hmm. And like I just said, I believe part of that statement to be true. But the other half, I believe to be true is that she used it as a means to easily manipulate Nick with sex. She saw an advantage and she knew she could use it and she could run with it. Mm-hmm. She may not have known what BDSM was, but she definitely knew what manipulating was because that's one thing her mother did very well. Yes. So she would have learned from the fucking best. Oh yeah. She had the best example. Now, Nick was not a saint. He did seem to have a very unusual, excessive sexual side. It was a little disturbing, some of the text messages, um, on both parties, though. Right. And in his police statement, Nick says he used to take medication for the voices he heard and may have multiple personality disorder. As far as I know, he's never been diagnosed with it. I couldn't find anything saying that he was diagnosed with it. However, his mother, Stephanie Goldhammer, tells a detective that Nick was diagnosed with autism and Asperger's, not a multiple personality disorder. And in 2013, he was arrested for watching porn and fondling himself for nine hours at a fucking McDonald's. Nine hours? Holy shit. Exactly. So, all in all, this man's not all there. He's got one drive, and I think that Gypsy kind of used it to her advantage mm -hmm. gypsy ended up telling nick the truth about her mother's actions and ended up asking him to kill Dee Dee so they could be together in june 2015 he came to her house and stabbed Dee Dee while gypsy waited she waited in the bathroom supposedly crouched over with her ears covered gypsy and nick returned to his home in wisconsin where they were found oh, fuck yep where they were found by police and how they were found, Gypsy had posted twice on Facebook. Um, it was an account that she had shared with Dee Dee. And the first post was, that bitch is dead. And it is still there. The second post that she posted that was removed was, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL. Nick did not write that. No. Gypsy did. And her excuse for that was that she had made the post because she wanted her mother's body to be discovered because she felt bad. You could have made an anonymous tip. 
eventually it would have been discovered either way people know that you guys are coming in and out of the house to go to the appointments they would have been like hey she hasn't shown up for her 20th appointment for the day probably should go check on her well one of the things that irks me about this excuse was that there could have been so many other ways you could have gone about this but another thing that she had said and if you watched all of the documentaries like i have and i mean all of them you will notice where she catches herself in lies of course and Gypsy had stated at this time she was very high on painkillers. And that would have been part of the reason why she made the post. That I could believe more than she wanted her mom's body found. I think so. But either way, you just provided me with two different examples. Now I'm weary of what you're actually telling me. Mm-hmm. Gypsy claimed she was afraid and believed she didn't have anyone to trust but this was only after she claimed to authorities she had nothing to do with the murder of her mother. That Nick was crazy with multiple personalities. And one of them was a hundred-year-old vampire named Victor. And he just loved to kill and rape. And he offered to kill and rape her mother. <laughs> Supposedly, that's how all this got started. was his little Victor. His little Victor. And like I said, I have read the text messages um, through their Yahoo Messenger going back and forth. And Nick did claim he had multiple personalities. And he did disclose that in the truth. Basically disclosed that and all of the truth in his police interviews. Like I was very surprised with how blunt and brute he was. But then I remembered, that's he, right. He's autistic. autistic. They don't have a filter. Exactly. He doesn't have a filter. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to mask some things. Correct. Especially being a a boy with autism. Mm-hmm. But this screwed Gypsy ultimately because they had decided that they had a story to tell. And that was Gypsy's excuse for lying to authorities at first. Um, that she knew nothing about her mother being murdered. Yeah. And that she had nothing to do with it. You could have given that bitch a damn Emmy. For the way she responded when the detective told her that her mother was dead. She did a very well job of, you know, I believe she was heartbroken, but I knew that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. And in Gypsy's interview, she chose to leave out, I'm going to say, probably about 90% of the truth. Wow, that's a whole fuck ton of lack Mm -hmm. of truth. Um, Including the fact that she had created her own multiple personalities to match Nick's. Mm-hmm. They didn't really freak her out. She created each one for one of his. And Ruby was her dark side that matched Victor's. Oh, Victor and Ruby. Mm-hmm. And Gypsy in numerous interviews states how much his personalities disturbed her. But not once in any of the text messages did she ever question any of his personalities. Of course. Not once. Of course. Instead, she played into every single one of them every single one of them it's funny that she sat there and said like she felt like she had nobody to trust yet she picked a stranger Mm -hmm. that she just had that much of a connection with to go and do this with granted yeah they've been talking for a while but you've never met this man exactly and he's a stranger and for those that don't know yeah dad wasn't around dad didn't come around for 12 years Mm -hmm. 12 years yeah, she could have easily called dad, but he was a stranger, too, at this point. So that's not an excuse Mm-mm. because so was that boy. Mm-hmm. Everybody to her outside of that home 
was a stranger is a stranger Mm because she had no life outside of that home so that leads to feel to me like there's more than just she felt like she had no way out we'll get to that yeah all right i'm jumping ahead i guess not really um gypsy was the one that premeditated the murder and manipulated mick to do the dirty work for her that was very clear and evident through the text messages Mm -hmm. um she even went into explicit directions of telling Nick or Victor, whichever one you want to call him, of how they were going to kill Dee Dee. This included texts of letting him know about which floorboards squeaked. Mm. The front door, the front screen door that made too much noise opening. The duct tape and knife that he would need, by the way, she had stolen from Walmart, that she would hand over to him once he was inside. So he didn't come with those weapons. She provided them for him. And she had even stolen them for him. Again, she's so disabled. Mm -hmm. And she was convinced she's so disabled. But she could commit petty theft. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, The biggest kicker is that she even recorded a video with her cell phone um, of a view of Dee Dee's room. So Victor would know the layout and where her mother would be sleeping. In the video, you can clearly see Gypsy hover over her mother's bed and mimic stabbing motions over the bed as to where it would happen. So that doesn't sound to me as somebody that was manipulated into killing their mother. That sounds more like, to me, that was somebody manipulating somebody else. Mm Mm-hmm. And she didn't come clean about the manipulation. Um... Or her own made-up personalities or the premeditation of murder, video, or any evidence to authorities. Till it was displayed in the courtroom for all authorities and her family to see. (laughs) That's when the truth finally came out. She honestly believed that she was never going to be caught. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Well, she hadn't been really exposed to the outside world. So it made sense as to why she thought that she was going to get away with it. Life's not a movie, sweetheart. Well, I, carry on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> carry on. Um, when the prosecution showed the copious amount of evidence they had against Gypsy, in that moment, she just kind of turned around to look at her family with this utmost expression of intense fear on her face. And I thought it was kind of ironic because that's probably similar to what I would expect Dee Dee's face to look like as she was stabbed to death. Hmm. I didn't think about it like that. Like you just saw this little, supposedly innocent, poor, frail girl that's been abused for years with this deafening fear on her face. Hmm. And that's exactly what her mother probably looked like too as well. Probably. The night of the murder, Dee Dee and Gypsy had, had actually had a really good night together. And they stayed up all night watching movies and painting each other's nails hot pink. Oh, that's fucked up. And before Dee Dee went to bed, Gypsy hugged her, told her how much she loved her, and showed her affection. And that notion was very odd to Dee Dee. So odd that she stated, what was that for? I'm not dead yet. Wow. That's really fucked up. It gets even more fucked up. That's let that all sink in though for a second, guys. Like, 
So before Dee Dee closed that bedroom door, she made one more statement in her last words before screaming for her daughter. She said, I'm starting to feel more relaxed. Don't hurt me. Dee Dee said that to... Gypsy. Meaning she just finally got that that trust back. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. And those were the last words she said to Gypsy before screaming for her. After Dee Dee's murder, many people who'd known Gypsy wondered why she had gone so far as to kill her own mother. Since she could walk, she could just simply have just exposed Dee Dee's lies by standing up in public. Yet Gypsy had been conditioned to think no one would believe her, she explained. I couldn't just jump out of the wheelchair because I was afraid and I didn't know what my mother would do. I didn't have anyone to trust. But you trusted a stranger on the internet. Exactly. You picked a stranger on the internet. Mm -hmm. She picked multiple strangers to trust. But you tell me you couldn't trust authorities because they failed you a couple of times. So you gave up. Honey, they fail, but you, they you, fail a lot of people a lot of times. That doesn't result in murder. But you kept trusting these random men or boys. Strangers. Yeah. Stranger danger. But the difference is one you can manipulate, the other you can't. This is true. But that's the thing, too. I mean, there's... Let's backtrack here. Mm-hmm. Have, we, have we talked about how old she was yet? Not have yet. you gotten to that part? Okay. No, I didn't give a whole lot of detail. This is just kind of my catch up to, you know, kind of explain the basis of it. There's a whole lot more detail in this case. Oh, there's a shit ton. And honestly, stop looking at it. Yeah, if I was to go into all of it, we'd be here for probably about five episodes. I was going to say, this could be a five-parter. I'm going to wait until you're done with your entirety. (laughs) Okay, I'll keep going. Yes. Um. As Gypsy's medical records document the abuse she'd been subjected to, her lawyer was able to arrange a plea deal for the charges she faced in Dee Dee's death. (laughs) In 2016, Gypsy pled guilty to second-degree murder. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison and served 85% of her sentence before being released December 28, 2003 on parole. 23. Nick was found guilty of first-degree murder in 2018 and was sentenced to life in prison. Gypsy has stated it was only after Dee Dee's death that she realized the extent of her mother's deception. And I'm going to point this out. Key word right there is after. She didn't realize till after her mother's death, her mother's own deception. I thought that was the reason for killing her. Mm-hmm. If she didn't realize the extent of her mother's deception till after then why did she need to go to the extent of planning her mother's murder? And again, if you take the time to research her story and watch all the documentaries, and I mean all of them, you will notice her constant lies. And when she reacts to them is only when she is caught in the lie. Mm -hmm. She was great at using the manipulation tools that she learned from her mother, but she always has a hard time of keeping track of her lies. She's a great manipulator, but not a great liar. She did not master it. She didn't have enough time with her mom. No, but she was really fucking good at it. Now, today, Gypsy, I guess you could say, is healthy physically. Which I'm glad for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's also said she's enjoyed more freedom in prison than in life 
when she, the life she shared with Dee Dee. However, when she was asked by Dr. Phil if she had was glad that her mother was dead, she stated, I'm glad that I'm out of the situation, but I'm not happy she's dead. So I guess she's trying to show some kind of remorse. And she may actually feel remorse. I just don't know if she's actually capable of it. And I'll go into that in a minute. But I have zero sympathies for Nick. And I know a lot of people are like Team Nick or Team Gypsy. I don't like either one of them. Um, he may have suffered from an undiagnosed mental condition. And he did have autism. But he did know right from wrong. Mm -hmm. And he deserves every year of his life sentence. Mm -hmm. I don't believe Dee Dee deserved to die, even though she was an absolute piece of shit of a human being. And she was definitely a burden upon our society. She deserved to be punished. And she needed mental help. Oh, absolutely. But she didn't deserve to die. No. And that wasn't justice. No. For what Gypsy went through. Absolutely not. Um, the system did fail Gypsy uh, as well as her mother. And I mean this fullheartedly. Gypsy has my deepest sympathies for what she went through as a child. No one should ever have to fucking go through that. Absolutely. That is fucking awful what she went through. That That is 100% correct. What she went through was awful. It was and extremely there's no, there's no other words to describe what she went through as a kid. It was awful. It was horrible. She was robbed of a childhood and robbed of dignity. Just, she was robbed of so many things. And it's, it is. There's no other way to say it that other than just horrifically awful. But on the other hand, I did see the many outs that she had before lying on for murder. To escape her. Absolutely. She had many, many outs. Whether Absolutely. she claims she did or not. Well, what we say in multiple episodes now that we've had, you can have as fucked up a child as you want. It is no excuse to murder anybody. No, it's not. And we, we talked about quite a few people now who have had some fucked up childhoods. Mm -hmm. Never an excuse. Never okay. Not all right. No. Just, there's, there's no excuse for it. But the one thing that she has in common that we've talked a lot about about with other people is that, and she's exploited this quite a lot just here recently, is that she has a very selfish side. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry, Gypsy, but the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No. You are seeking the attention and loving it. Mm -hmm. You like the attention. I, I think you did like some of the things you benefited from as a kid. That's mm -hmm. my opinion. Again, in my opinion, but Disney Disneyland trips, you know, the concerts, you can't tell me that wasn't cool as shit. I mean, she was living a life but not living one too at the same time. Exactly. It's a very conflicted story. It is a very conflicted story. But you, you were still getting the attention. Mhm. Mm um, it wasn't good attention, <laughs> but it was still attention. But the problem is it it made her grow up with this notion that she expected it constantly All and still needed me. it. Yeah. And you can't tell, just tell me that that disappears when that's how she was raised. Oh, no. No. So I fully support what I'm about to say. Um, Gypsy deserved a life sentence and she is a very intelligent human being. 
I think sometimes she may play dumb, but when you actually sit there and listen to her and the way she talks and the way she handles herself, she's a very intellectual human being. Yes. Especially for someone that's never gone to school. Yeah, that's uh, that's a tricky one for me. She, she, she definitely knew what her mother was doing. She was educated in some way. Yeah. She may not have gone to an actual house, you know, building school. Um, there was some schooling involved somewhere. Mm-hmm. She is, yeah. She didn't try every avenue to get help. Not at all. She chose the e- easiest avenue. What she thought was the easiest. Essentially what she She di- never thought she was going to get caught. No, she didn't. She thought her life was a movie. Because mm-hmm. that's all she had ever seen. That uh-huh. was That was her real world. Yes. Was the movies that she had seen. Yes. And essentially what she did was murder, murder for hire, which actually, if it results in a death, is a life sentence. And she should and have received one. She should have received one. Um, That is definitely my opinion as yeah, well. Yeah, no. Uh, she didn't deserve to be released. She needs extensive mental therapy. Um, she's learned a lot of powerful manipulation tools from her mother. And now she's loose in the world. And well, getting a lot of attention. Well, not just that. She continues to use them. And there's example of it, even not just before prison, but while she's in prison. Again, if you watch all the documentaries and get to know her story, there's a lot of fucking shenanigans <laughs> in prison. Oh, yeah. With all the fucking men that she's fucking around with. Well, she's got out of prison married. So, again, ladies that you're listening, if you feel like you can't find anybody... Yeah, seriously. This girl hired some random stranger to kill her mom and still got married. Maybe not hire, but definitely manipulate the fuck out of him to do it so. Right. And her manipulation did not stop with Nick. It's, you know, there was many prison boyfriends. She manipulated her own family and lied to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the, like, the way to see her, like, the way she sweet talks her stepmother in some of these documentaries and calls her mom and... She's probably scared. (laughs) Sorry. The stepmother? No, stepmother babies the shit out of her. Probably because she's scared. I don't think so. I think they're delusional. And again, I guess that is your stepdaughter. You probably want to see the best in them. So you're not going to see the worst at all. It's her stepdaughter. But how much does she know her to be like? I don't know. Because to love and, appre- and appreciate her as a child. They were vacant for 12 years. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's probably not like, a, oh, this is my kid. I love her like my daughter. She's probably scared. Or are they profiting off her, too, as well? Oh, probably. I don't know. I don't want to make accusations against her family. This is true. Because all I have is the facts on Gypsy. Um, And that was just my complete opinion. Yeah. But she is definitely now receiving that same attention that her mother craved so badly and what started this whole fucking story to begin with. And she stated that she wanted her privacy upon her release mm-hmm. and that she wasn't going to exploit herself on social media. But as all of us know that are on social media, that is quite the fucking opposite. She has come she's quite... Boomed. Yeah, she's come quite the social media sensation. And it was like over fucking night. Yeah, she was releasing, got a TikTok, and now she's like number one. And TikTok, I'm, Instagram, I gotta, all this I gotta shit. say this right here, right now. I hate seeing her blown up the way that she has. Absolutely why and why all the interviews you get a book coming out like seriously what happened like i was talked about earlier the son of sam laws like you're not supposed to be able to profit no no you're a criminal at the end of the day she is 
that the end of the day she is. She may have been let out, but was her charges dropped? Is she not still considered a felon? Why are no, we? No, she's still a felon. Exactly. And I mean, I know not this is no slight on felons. There are felons out there that they, they did what they did. They did their time that they were supposed to. And they're coming out trying to do things that are better for for themselves and for the world. Like you just showed me the thing with Jelly Roll mm-hmm. and going to um, the Capitol to talk about the fentanyl stuff. So there's people out there that are trying to do great things. They are doing the programs. They're getting the help. She's not. No. You know what she is doing? She is taking every fucking opportunity to do every single goddamn interview. And getting all the free stuff still. Yes. She is still living that same life. Yeah, because now it's not, oh, it's a sick girl. It's the, oh, it's the girl who went to jail that convinced her stranger boyfriend on the internet to kill her mom victim. No. And her sympathy just manipulated just the whole fucking criminal system. Like, it's ridiculous. Yes. It pisses me off to no fucking end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, there are people who have had, like like I told you, the one girl the other night that was, she's 16, who was, you know, trafficked Mm -hmm. and killed the man that bought her, Mm -hmm. sat in prison way longer than Gypsy did. Yep. And only got out in clemency. During that time, though, she got herself help. She got herself cleaned up. She got herself a degree to help people and do stuff with herself. I don't see her glorified on the internet. I don't see all this stuff, all the interviews, the movies, the documentaries. This, I mean, because there's a movie about Gypsy. There's more than a movie. I mean, she didn't get anything from the the, sh- the show The Act on Hulu. That was she was not a part of that whatsoever. Right, but, but still, regardless, like she's getting it all now. And she's basking in it. Absolutely. She posts on TikTok like what? Every 10 minutes? It seems like it feels like That's an like exaggeration. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm not even going to bother following her. I try to actually ignore as much stuff as possible. If there's one thing I learned about, and this is uh, it's ironic, Amber Heard mm-hmm. and the Johnny Depp situation that if you want to make it go away, stop giving her the attention. She doesn't deserve it. Yep. Don't ignore her. She, because the more you talk about her, the more you mention her name, it just keeps her name going in the media. Gypsy Rose's name needs to get out. Yes. She does not deserve the amount of glory. And, and that was one of our apprehensions about even doing this episode was that we didn't even want to acknowledge her. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel like I have to like we said voice this. I have to educate you. Like, everybody, because what she's doing is wrong. Like, if you can't clearly see the tools that she's using to manipulate everybody, you desperately need to learn from it because you are very gullible yourself. Which is kind of worrisome for you. But like you said in the beginning, in our episode of Happy New Year, we're yeah. coming at you guys. Yes. We're op- we're going to be a little bit more open. We're going to be a little bit more honest. Again, this is all our opinion and our feelings and we're done holding back but this is the one that we felt definitely the hardest on right away to kick off the new year's is like she shouldn't be on a fucking red carpet no she shouldn't be posing for cameras and doing all these exclusive interviews and getting celebrity treatments like this is ridiculous that's exactly what she was getting when she was pretend sick that she her mom was doing to her so what fucking lesson did she learn none I mean, she already fucking said she enjoyed her life more in prison than she did at home. So, so far, she has not been 
punished. But I'm going to chill out for a second. Yep. <laughs> and chill out. And I'm going to end this episode and ask y'all what happens once her story gets old and she can no longer use people's sympathy to get what she wants. Ooh, good question. Because eventually, everybody's got the mindset of a gnat, hence why TikTok is so short. And that's not a slight at anybody. It's literally our attention Mm -hmm. span has been scientifically proven to be shortened Mm -hmm. because of social media. So, good question. Only time will tell. Good Um, question. I pray she heals from this, gets the help that she desperately needs, and she uses this second chance very wisely. Um... But in the same fucking breath, I fucking doubt it. She is a selfish individual and she is a manipulator that has been doted on most of her entire fucking life. And while what Dee Dee did was horrible, Gypsy gained a lot from it. And uh, yeah, not all of it was good, but it's about what she gained, what she learned. And I hope at the end of the day, the guilt eats at her and it just eats her up alive because she has caused so much damage not only to her own life but many people around her and she is not capable of feeling any guilt at all she clearly shows many characteristics of being a sociopath and just because i am so dedicated to prove to y'all um i'm i actually checked off what ex- what examples she shows. So according to WebMD, the traits of a sociopath are as follows. Lack of empathy for others. Check. Impulsive behavior. Check. Attempting to control others with threats or aggression. Check. Using intelligence, charm, or charisma to manipulate others. Check. Not learning from mistakes or punishment. Check. Lying for personal gain. Check. Showing a tendency towards physical violence and fights. Generally superficial relationships. Check. Sometimes stealing or committing other crimes. Check. Abusing drugs or alcohol. I don't know right now. The other one wasn't necessarily abuse on that one. That was forced on her. No, she said that she went into her mother's cabinet and stole her mother's pain pills. Because she was addicted to them. Because that was one of her many excuses. Also, in the same breath, after she made that excuse, saying, I know it's not an excuse. Damn right, it's fucking not. Okay. I digress then. So, she hits almost all those checks. The only other ones that I couldn't prove is threatening suicide to manipulate without the intention of actually doing it. And trouble with responsibilities such as a job or paying bills and etc. Because she hasn't had... To have any responsibilities. Because she has lived such a doted on life. And yes, I know a lot of that was a miserable life. But she was still doted on. She had no responsibilities. Right. She knows what she has done. And now she's drowning in all the praise and in the celebrity attention she now receives as a free fucking woman. And Gypsy, if you happen to stumble across our podcast... And you listen to my raw version of your story. I want you to know you need to stop falling in your mother's footsteps and go get fucking help. And all I'm going to say to you is prove me fucking wrong because I don't think I'm not. No. 
No. And uh, you were 19, honey. You were an adult. Mm-hmm. You were 19. She was 23 when it happened. She was 23 when it happened? Mm-hmm. Damn, I did them. Okay, that's even worse. That's right. She was 19, 18 is when she realized stuff mm-hmm. was started. That's right. That's why I'm getting That's even worse. You're 23, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You're grown. Grown. If you realize you're 19 at 19. I really hope she can prove me wrong. That's but at the end of the day, I fucking doubt years. it. Four years, sweetheart, of an of knowing you were an adult. You had the you had the internet at your fingertips. You knew a lot more than you're telling people. And you didn't do anything with it. No. So yeah. Prove it wrong. Get help. And again, not negating your childhood sucked. Fucking sucked. It wasn't right. It was wrong. That wasn't your fault. And I not that it's worth much, but I'm sorry you went through that. But it's no excuse. Nope. Never an excuse. There's plenty, plenty of options. Murder's not that one. Nope. And that's it. I'm going to step off my soapbox and I will not give her any more of my energy or my attention. I yeah, because after this, we're putting her to, to rest on our end because, yep. again, we're not going to be part of the attention to give to her. I mean, except for the fact that if this episode does happen to blow up, which... I don't know. <laughs> well, what's the way the, the randoms are going? We, oh, who knows? gosh. <laughs> but so if you guys have anything you want to comment on, please let us know at uh, our Facebook or Instagram or TikToks. Uh, I found out that I was saying our our website the wrong the whole time. Uh, it's not ToastedShenaniganspodcast.com. It's just ToastedShenaniganspodcast.com. I know our email is toasted shenanigans podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. That's and that's why I was getting myself mixed up. But you can email us, us there. Let us know what you guys think. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Leave a fucking review. We need some reviews. Yeah. What let the us fuck know are you what's doing? Going on, guys? We want to know on. what you want to know. Let me know if I suck. Yeah, tell us if we suck, man. Yeah. Give us some feedback. We're, we're Vir- Virgos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, about to say, we're Virgos. We need it. Um like I said, this year we're coming at you guys a little bit more raw, a little a little harder. A little we're unfiltered. A little unfiltered, shenanigan style. But until next time, we're going to put this one to bed. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.